You're listening to Therapy for Your Money, a podcast about all things money and finance for therapy practice owners. If you want to feel confident and in control of your financial life, then you've come to the right spot. I'm your host, Julie Harris. I'm an accountant and the owner of Green Oak Accounting. My firm specializes in working with private practices across the US, and my team and I have worked with hundreds of private practice owners. I'm on a mission to share all the best practices I've learned along the way, because I want you to have a profitable private practice. Hey everyone, welcome to Therapy for Your Money. Today we're talking about what you should look for when you're thinking about hiring a bookkeeper, an accountant, or a CPA. So all of those terms are probably some that you have heard before. We're going to go over what exactly those mean. All right, so an accountant is typically someone who either holds a degree in accounting or has several years of experience in the accounting field. They can either be credentialed or uncredentialed. So they have a degree, but they they may or may not have um, specific credentials like CPA. Bookkeepers typically have some level of experience in accounting. They may have a a certification from a professional bookkeepers association, and they're really great at doing books and often payroll. Uh, Bookkeepers typically won't be able to assist you though with tax preparation, um, and they would not be able to help you uh, respond to an IRS notice or audit. They're not able to communicate with the IRS on your behalf. When we look at accountants, there's three different categories. So there's a CPA, a certified public accountant. They have passed a four-part exam and they have a license issued by the Board of Accountancy in each state and they have reciprocity to practice in most states. So the CPA exam looks at tax, obviously, audit, managerial accounting as well. All CPAs do not actually know how to do tax preparation. So that is one of those those misconceptions. They've learned it at some point for the CPA exam, but many CPAs then go into corporate accounting and never have actually filed a return in their life. So all CPAs are not necessarily created equal. Then we have uh, the next license, which is enrolled agent. That is a license issued by the IRS. It requires a three-part test that is 100% on taxes and representation. It has, like the CPA, an annual continuing education requirement. So most enrolled agents definitely do tax work and are very experienced in tax because that exam is 100% tax. Then the third type of tax preparer or accountant is an uncredentialed uh, tax preparer. So you don't actually need to be credentialed to prepare tax returns in at the federal level and at at the state level for most states. There are a handful of states that do require some kind of credentialing, but most do not. So there is at the federal level, a program called the Annual Tax Filing Season Program. It has a minimum education requirement. It's a a test and education that they have to take each year. And that will allow them to be listed on the IRS uh, Find a Preparer website if they choose to do so. All right. So now that you've got the lowdown on the credentials, what are some characteristics that I would th- I would recommend you look for in an accountant or a bookkeeper or a tax preparer? Whatever professional you're going to be working with, I would want you to feel comfortable that they are knowledgeable about small businesses. Um, small business, according to the most recent census, is businesses under $40 million per year in revenue and under 1,500 employees. So that really is a big range. But I want you to feel comfortable that they've worked with other practices or businesses that are similar to the size of yours. 
I want you to also feel comfortable with how responsive they are. What is it going to look like when you've got a question? Do you have to send an email? Can you call? Because you might have a preference on either one, but I also want you to feel comfortable with how long it typically takes for them to respond to you. At my firm, our goal response time is one to two business days. There are some times during busy season, right? Like around April 15th, where that does get a little bit longer. But generally speaking, we're able to do one to two business day response times. However, we have a lot of clients who come on board with us and say, oh, this is amazing. My previous accountant would take about two weeks to get back to me. So just know what you can expect and make sure that it's aligned with what you want. Next, I'd really like for you to work with someone who is going to listen to you and then answer your questions. So in that initial consultation, you're going to find out a lot about what you need to know here. Is it someone who is talking over you and being dismissive about your concerns? Or is it someone who's really listening and really trying to answer what you're asking? I also want you to work with someone that you feel like you could talk to them about anything. So in mental health specifically, there's sometimes some baggage around financial matters. And if you feel like you couldn't tell your accountant, hey, I haven't filed my tax returns for the last three years and I'm just embarrassed, then you shouldn't be working with them, right? It should be a no judgment zone and you should be able to say anything because if you're able to tell us the truth, then then we're really, really, truly able to help you. And by the way, I have filed my tax returns because in order to keep our credentials, we do have to stay current with our, with our tax returns. All right, um, I also wanna make sure that you're working with someone who can perform the services that you're expecting them to do. For example, if you're hiring 10 employees in the next year, Does your bookkeeper or accountant know enough about payroll to be able to help you stay compliant and to be able to help you make good decisions when it comes to compensation or bonus structures or setting things up in the state where you are? If it's something that they've never done, then that might not be a good fit for you. And then last but not least, I want you to think about, is it important to you to work with someone who knows your specific industry? If it's something that's important to you, then you should find someone who can work with you. There's still lots of generalist firms out there that work with anyone, but there are more and more specialized firms like mine that specifically work with one industry. And whether you want to work with my firm or another, um, if that's something that's important to you, that someone understands your industry, then you should definitely find someone that does that. Last little word of advice is if you're working with a firm that's not just a solo practice, right? Like one tax preparer working alone and that's the only person that you can get. If you're working with an accounting firm, that has several people in it. If there's someone that you're just not driving with, just like in therapy, it's always okay to say, hey, I just don't think this is the right fit. Is there someone else on the team that I can work with? This is seriously a no judgment zone. We're happy to accommodate that and try to find someone who's a best fit. Um, I know that within my team, when we're onboarding a new client, we really give some thought to who do we think this will be a best fit for, but sometimes we get it wrong and we just didn't get the right Uh, the right match. So it's always okay to say something and try another relationship before you decide to leave that firm. All right. I hope this was helpful and I truly hope that you can find the right accounting professional for you. Take care, everyone. If you're looking for accounting help, head over to therapyforyourmoney.com slash accounting to find information about my accounting firm and all of our specialized services just for private practice owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Just head over to iTunes, click on ratings and reviews, and give us a quick shout out. We really appreciate it. 
The information contained in this podcast represents the host and guest's general opinions and should not be construed as personalized accounting and tax advice. Listeners should consider all facts and circumstances before applying this information and seek appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. Any info provided does not constitute accounting, tax, or legal advice.